Alexander Volkanovsky versus Brian Ortega. Fight prediction. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fred Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Follow me on Parlor at FightJunkie. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, Amazon. Basically, anywhere you can find a podcast, I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel. Oh, wait. Hold up. Scratch that. YouTube deleted my channel. Um, let me think. Okay. I got it. You can also subscribe to the Rumble channel. Rumble.com slash Fight Junkie. Want live stream? Twitch.tv slash Real Fight Junkie. Alexander Volkanovsky, 22 wins, 1 loss. Of his 22 wins, 11 by KOTKO, 3 by sub, 8 by decision. Brian Ortega, 15 wins, also 1 loss. Of his 15 wins, 3 by KOTKO, 7 by sub, 5 by decision. Currently, you have Volk as a minus 180 favorite. Ortega comes back right around plus 150. We'll go, won't go, 5 full rounds. We'll go. Minus 140, won't go, plus 110. Volkanovsky wins inside, plus 285. Volkanovsky wins by decision, plus 150. Ortega wins inside, 3-1. to one. Ortega wins by decision, 4-1. to one. Fight is a draw, 5,000-1. to one. For me, this fight is a little more interesting because of how well Ortega did with the Korean Zombie in a pure striking match. I think prior to that, most people would have favored Alexander. They still do, but I think he would have been a much higher favorite than what he is. A lot of people saw the zombie fight with Ortega, and they said, man, this cat has really improved. He could give the champion some issues. The problem here is the zombie isn't Volkanovski. Yeah, they both can strike, but they do things very differently. I think Alexander has more tools in the toolbox than Zombie, even though I love watching the Zombie. He's exciting, but the Zombie seems to run hot and cold. He gets to a certain level, and then he struggles, and he loses, and then he comes back with a little bit of a run. Then he struggles, and he loses, and, and so on and so forth. Alexander's been pretty well steady in what he does and how he does it. I will say this, I thought Max beat him in their last fight. I believe it was 3-2 to two Max Holloway. I stand by that. I think Alexander was very fortunate to get the win there, but it was a very close fight. But he certainly didn't perform as well in the rematch as he did in the first fight with Max Holloway. Now, can Ortega replicate that? The issue here with Ortega, when you're comparing him to even a Max Holloway fight, the second fight with Volkanovski is Max is a volume guy. Ortega is not a volume guy. That's the first thing that stands out. Ortega is not a volume guy. In fact, a lot of times he likes a slower pace. He likes to sit back. You saw the even with Zombie. Like the spinning shit that hurt Zombie, but then they ended up going five rounds. Ortega likes to pace himself. He's not a guy who's going to get get crazy looking for a finish. He's going to pick his spots and he's going to go with the flow. 
that could be a big problem against Alexander, just like you saw it was a big problem for Ortega with Max Holloway. Holloway put so much pressure and so many punches in his face that Ortega's mind didn't seem to be able to process the volume quick enough, and he was basically just overwhelmed. If you're liking Alexander in this fight, I think that's what you're looking at. You're looking at the pressure, the amount of punches and kicks that he throws just to overwhelm the mind of Ortega again and make him just pause, right? He just freezes in the moment because he's so overwhelmed. He doesn't even, he can't even comprehend where all of the punches are coming from. I thought that's why Max had such an easy time with Ortega was he could basically just throw and throw and throw and Ortega just mentally could not, he could not figure out where he needed to counter. It was punch after punch after punch and the next thing you know, the cat can't come out for the for the last round and he ends up getting stopped. He took a brutal beating in that fight, showed a lot of heart and determination, but he got absolutely overwhelmed. If I'm backing Alexander Volkanovsky here, and if I'm team Alexander, this is what I'm thinking. Max has shown the blueprint to beat him. Volume, stay in his face, stay on him. Don't let him take time off during the round. Don't let him slow the pace down. And with Alexander, that's one of his biggest strengths. So when you're looking at this, especially with the odds where they're sitting right now, you could say, wow, this could be a tremendous value on the champion because stylistically, he, Brian Ortega could be made to order for Volkanovski because he doesn't deal with pressure well. Now, could that just have been the one fight? Has he improved so much? Maybe he's much better dealing with that. Maybe, but we only saw Ortega improve drastically in his striking and one fight, and that was against a zombie, who he hurt early, but still managed to go five rounds with. And if you watch the last round in that fight, where zombie started to put the foot on the gas a little bit, Ortega looked a little uncomfortable, in my opinion. Now, that could be that Ortega said, hey, I'm already up. I can just coast. I don't really need to do a lot. I've got the fight in the bag and a title shot. That's very possible. But for my liking, when I looked at that, I thought he looks uncomfortable. Just like a little glimpse of how he looked against Max in that fifth round against Korean Zombie. I just saw that twinkle in his eye. Just a little bit where I think maybe Brian Ortega struggles when somebody is in his face, not just looking to pick shots and make everything perfect and you hit me and I slip this and then you slip that and then I come back no just rat -a -tat, tat up on your ass non-stop I think he gets uncomfortable if this is true and he is uncomfortable with consistent pressure on him non-stop for as long as the fight lasts then I think he's in trouble against Volkanovsky because this is the way that Volk fights. He likes to be in your face. He likes the low and high, meaning he likes to kick low. He likes to come up high. He likes to push you to the cage. He likes to dirty box you. He likes to be on you constantly, especially with the size differential and the reach differential. He's got to be up in your grill. So if Ortega struggles in that regard with somebody who's always putting not only physical, but mental pressure on him, 
then he's in trouble against Alexander Volkanovsky. Now, what does Volkanovsky need to look out for? Well, a lot of people would say Ortega's striking has improved so much that he has to be careful on the feet. You always got to be careful on the feet. I don't consider Brian Ortega a big puncher. Yes, he's had some nice knockouts. Frankie Edgar, of course, a spinny shit against Korean Zombie. I mean, of course, he understands the boxing ability. He knows what he's doing on the feet. Anybody can get caught, yes. But I think his bread and butter has been and probably always will be a submission skills. And with Alexander, you have to be careful because he does know how to wrestle. He is a good wrestler. He has good ground and pound. He's comfortable on the ground. But with Ortega, you have to be very careful going there, especially if you're going to do that early where Ortega is fresh. Now, maybe Volk can pin him up against the cage, dirty box him, beat him down, swell him up, throw him to the floor, and ground and pound him out. Still, anytime that fight hits the ground, you have to be leery. Because now you're in Ortega's world. Now, obviously, if the fight is going Volkanovski's way and they happen to hit the mat and Ortega has been beaten down and worn down, he's probably a lot safer than if it's the first round and something happens and somehow, some way, they end up on the ground. In my opinion, you don't need to go to the ground with Ortega because if you're beating him up in the stand-up or in the dirty box game, in the clinch game, then just keep doing what you're doing. You don't need to finish Brian Ortega here. You just need to keep hitting him, keep the pressure on him, and retain your title. That's why if you like Volkanovski here, I think you just play him straight. I don't think you need to get greedy and pick a side here. Because if Volkanovski is having tremendous success in the dirty boxing clinch game, then you would just want him to keep doing that and eliminate any threat of a submission. Just overwhelm Ortega, pin him up against the cage, Beat him down, head head and body, and retain your title via a five-round decision. Of course, if we're talking about Ortega, then if that's the situation, then Ortega's got to pull out all the stops, right? He's got to do a freaking flying guillotine. He's got to shoot a double leg. I mean, he's got to do whatever he's got to do to switch that up if he's not able to at least hang in the striking. If it's clear right away that Volkanovski has an edge in striking and that he's able to dominate Ortega, Ortega is going to have to switch it up or he will lose the fight. You saw that against Max. He had no answers. He couldn't switch it up. We don't even know if Ortega has that. We've seen that against lesser opposition where he was losing going into the third round and he would pull out a submission. Again, submission. So if Volkanovski knows Ortega has struggled in the past with lesser fighters than him, and pulled the hat, the rabbit out of the hat, in the last few seconds of the last round, or couldn't do it against Max, but the way he generally does it is his bread and butter of submission. Stay away from that shit. Don't even go there. Put him where you need to put him, and then work him over five rounds, four rounds, three rounds, one round. It doesn't matter if you're taking Volkanovski straight. In my opinion, Volk deserves to be the favorite here. I think he would, again, be a much larger favorite if Ortega didn't look so good against a zombie. I think that's a little bit of a head fate there because it seems to me that people are comparing the zombie fight and then comparing Alexander and thinking Ortega can do the identical thing to Alexander as he did to the zombie. That could be a fake right there, right? That that necessarily doesn't 
play out that way because they're so different in their fighting styles. When you say Alexander Volkanovsky and the Korean Zombie, you don't think that they're exact same type of fighter, even though they do like to strike a lot. It's just the way they approach it. But I think the biggest benefit that the champion Alexander Volkanovsky has going into this fight is the pressure. And in my opinion, I think Brian Ortega is going to break under the pressure of Alexander Volkanovsky. Now, that doesn't mean that he breaks and folds like against Holloway where he gets stopped. But I think you're going to see a similar reaction that we saw in the Holloway fight against Volkanovsky. I think his inability to process the volume, the sheer amount of non-stop crazy volume that's coming at him is ultimately going to lose him his second title fight. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.